All right, shall we start? Go. So this is the first uh, podcast from Diverse Vinyl with me, Matt Jarrett, and um, Graham... The Bear. (laughs) Graham the Bear. Um, We're going to start talking about stuff that's kind of out this week, I suppose. Yeah, it's going to be a regular podcast where we'll just enlighten you... How regular? As much as we can be bothered. And and just enlighten you on new releases, reissues coming out, and things we like and we're excited about. Graham, what are you listening to Graham at the, the moment? Doesn't have to be new, can it be whatever, just whatever you listen to. I'm listening to a lot of uh, Nina Simone at the moment. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Brilliant. I just I just listen to a lot of Nina Simone in my private time. How, how about you, Matt? What's you, what are you listening to at the moment I, in private time? Um, I'm veering between revisiting my 90s emo <laughs> and uh, actually Kate Bush, which is your fault. Yes, I've got you into Kate Bush. Oh, by the way, the Kate Bush reissue sound great. What's your favourite so far? Uh, I, I, it's a bit stereotypical, but I'm going with Hands of Love. Hands of Love is a classic. Uh, and on, on top of that, there's an amazing uh, Soul Asylum uh, vinyl box set that's come out, which is all of their early stuff. And people only know Runaway Train and think they're all cheesy MTV, and they're not. They're brilliant. They're, not. they're quite hardcore, aren't they? Bob Mould of Haskadoo produced the produced first two. Produced two, yep. yep. I found that out the other day. Yeah, good fact. Good fact. Um, but I yeah, urge, if you haven't heard anything other than the sort of Grave Dancers Union stuff, then go and dig about in early Soul Asylum. Yeah, if you're a fan of US Hardcore, it's a good place well, to go. Well, yeah, fan of the Replacements and Haskadoo, Replacement, yeah. yeah. So this week we're going to be covering uh, Sharon Van Etten, uh, Steve Mason, The Delines, Swerve Driver and the 90s as a whole, um, The Buzzcocks, The Specials and then our love of pop music. And Graham's going to do a Janelle Monet quiz. Yes. First up, we're going to talk about some new releases, aren't we, Matt? Are we going to do this in detail or are we going to fly through them in just well, an information let's, kind let's, of way rather than a review kind of way? Well, let's just see what we think of them. All right. Sharon Van Etten is out this week. Remind me of tomorrow, Matt. <laughs> is that what it's uh, called? Tomorrow's Saturday. Oh, good. Yeah, we'll do something nice tomorrow. Oh, brilliant. Um, Sharon Van Etten's new album, I've not heard it. Matt, what do you think? Uh, first listen, it's, uh, it's pretty good. Um, I We've liked Jonas Shop for a few years uh, now. Um, I'm... I've, to be honest, I've only listened to it yesterday, so we're going to have to play it. And what's, what sort of more. customer would enjoy this? I would say customers from the ages of 35 to 46. <laughs> Good. Um, that like kind of American indie music that's yeah. featured in The Guardian. Okay. Um, so highbrow indie music. Sort of a slightly trendier than being on Jules Holland. Okay. So if you're that type of person, Sharon Van Etten's new album is out. And it's called... Uh, it's something about tomorrow or something. It reminds me, tomorrow. Remind me what it. it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds quite nice. Lots of pianos, lots of things like that. Um, I'm more excited, potentially, about Steve Mason's new album. Steve Mason of uh, the Beta Band. Probably a similar audience, I'd say. A similar audience. Perhaps um, more hairy chests. Do you think a more male audience? You think maybe, maybe. yeah. No, just a more airy chest. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. um, yeah. It's a great album. It's a lovely album. Uh, Steve Mason's a lovely pop song writer, isn't he? Always writes I, I, a good, good it, tune. Yes, but we'll get onto this later about pop songs. But I think I always put a new Steve Mason album on and just go, ah, it's quite nice. Nice. And then by the eighth listen, you're thinking this is really catchy. But on first listen, it's never really catchy. I don't think. I thought it was quite catchy. It's good, yeah, if you want, a, if you want something that. It's quite funky and catchy and indie and it's good. Steve Mason. It doesn't Mason. have the like stereotypical like, like massive choruses or anything. It's kind of catchy. No. And kind of it'll get into your brain kind of way. It is. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's like um, a hemorrhage. <laughs> um, so uh, what? Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess into your brain. Um, 
another, uh, so so Steve Mason, another indie sort of uh, classic there, or future classic, or just a just a really good solid album. If you like Dry the Rain, <laughs> yeah, you'll like yeah, I love this. The new album by Steve Mason, which is about the light. It's not an album about the light. It's not it's a concept album. About the light. Got you. All right. The lines. What do you think of the lines? lines? You're not really. You hate uh, country, so it's a bit. I've got to be honest, yeah, and and I know a lot of our customers and a lot of people just in general like country music. I don't it's like country. It's not very music. country. I mean, live they're more like a soul band, but uh, okay. yeah, I can see what you see what you're saying. I mean, it's it's Willie Vlaughan from uh, Richmond Fontaine, but not on singing duties because that's Amy Boone, and and he loved her voice so much that he just insisted on forming a band with her, basically. But he still writes the okay. lyrics. So female fronted. Yeah. Quite jazzy. No, soulfully, uh, no, soulful country. So, so yeah, that'll do. Southern, like Leonard Skinner sort of thing. Um, not like Leonard Skinner, no. no. Um, more Portlandy. Okay. Portland. Who's from Portland? Um, now, Richmond, tens of other musicians. Richmond Fontaine. None of Richmond Fontaine. You released an album by, didn't you? On uh, Davis Records released f- uh, two new albums by Richmond Fontaine and reissued two that are possibly two of my favourite albums of all time. And uh, Post to Wire and Winnemucca. They still are they still available? Um, we still got them. Probably not. Might have a couple of Winnemucca left. Oh, I don't know. Give us a ring in the shop if you want to get the <laughs> classic Richmond Fontaine um, albums that Diverse Records released. Uh, just by the way, because we want to stick it in. The High Country is definitely still. You can buy the High Country. You can buy great. the High Country. Oh one six three three two five nine six six one. That's the hotline, and you'll speak to me, Vaughan, Matt. Oh, Paul? Paul, when he's back from holiday. He's on holiday. That's yeah. why he's not here. Yeah. Um, 01633 259 661. That's the Richmond Fontaine hotline. Yes. Um, um, uh, Swerve Driver. You like Swerve Driver? You like the 90s? You like everything about the Swerve oh, Driver around the 90s? Do you know what? We had the Swerve Driver album on the other day, and I was shocked by how good it was. Why? Because I really thought Swerve Driver were kind of all right, but like all, also ran. Sort of band in the night. Okay, I didn't think they were. Let's take ever... account that Adam the singer is, is one of my Facebook friends. And he I love Adam the singer. Yeah, good, okay. Adam the singer is super. But I, I I was probably going off into a more drum and bass area around. The yeah, mid-night. no, I can see that. I wasn't really listening to it. I remember Jewel. Great. I bought the single. I didn't buy any. I didn't get into the album to be honest, because I was going off listening to other things. But yeah. this new album is is great. It's great it's songwriting. On, it's on Mogwai's label, so it's kind of they found a new home. Yeah, they seem to have a lot of freedom there, I guess, and. Uh, and it's making me want to go back and reevaluate Swerve Driver as a as a whole band. We should do. We should do that yeah. one Saturday and just listen to Swerve Driver. What was their album called that Jewel was on? Race. Or was that the wrong album? That was the first album. Race was. Thank what, you. Are they similar in any way to how they used to be? They kind of less, are, but they're less abrasive. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 great. It's Reese, eh? Yeah, you liked Swerve Driver, didn't you? Reese is also from yeah. the nineties. Uh, yeah, we're all from the nineties. I mean, the nineties thing. I mean, I know we. We should be more cutting edge and trendy and hip and, and stuff. Um, uh, but uh, but if basically, the there's been some great albums like what? Jay Mascus, we had Buffalo Tom, Super Chunk, Afghan Wigs, Breeders, all in like last year. And right. they're all kind of properly back on form. So. Yeah. So, Swerve Driver, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the 90s if they're going to come back. But I think the thing that was shocking everyone is that they've been away for a long time, a lot of these bands, or they seem to have been out of the. But Swerve Driver had an album out a couple of years ago, <laughs> but I think it, it didn't really get much sort of press really much attention I think being on rock action is going to really help because they'll have a lot more sort of focus and people will, who are into Mogwai and that kind of thing are going to give it a listen and I think there's nothing about it that they're not going to like really. Winter change for the 90s bands? Scorpions. Maybe a bit more of, yeah, Scorpions. 
Great. Um, I reckon you know, nineties bands now can come back and hold their head up, and people will buy their records again for some reason. Uh, what's, what's changed? Um, I well, I think partly because a lot of these bands influence a lot of a newer kind mm. of wave of indie bands. So people that weren't around in the nineties that are. I mean, obviously we're very young, but I mean, there mm. are people younger than us. So uh, the people that have come through the new generation listen to lots of uh, that kind of indie band that are influenced by whatever, I don't know, Buffalo Tom or Throwing Muses or, yeah. or the Pixies or whatever, are now rediscovering those bands and, and going out and buying their records, as well as old farts like us that just buy them anyway. Because they're good, but they are good. Anyone uh, influenced by Elastica? Uh, Wire. I think Wire ripped <laughs> off Elastica. That's true. Um, talking of Wire, uh, classic uh, post-punk band or punk band, whichever you want to look at it. Uh, a couple of nice reissues coming out. Um, and actually, we had these, uh, we knew about these before, sadly, Pete Shelley died, didn't he? Yeah. The Buzzcocks' uh, first two albums have come out, Love Bites and the other one, I, Another Music in a Different I Kitchen. I know the singles and I don't know huge amounts about the Buzzcocks and I feel bad about not knowing that, but you do, so you're going to educate me. Yes. I think the thing is, uh, everyone should have singles going steady, as we all know. They were a great singles band. They also did some very good B-sides. I actually uh, contributed to the problem with Pete Shelley because I played a Pete Shelley song. Yeah, you do they, kill they, off they, musicians. I kill off musicians. Yeah. I kill Pete Shelley off by playing this tune. Um, one of his B-sides? Killed? Bowie, Prince and George Michael. Yeah. By playing them. But on their albums, you'll find a little bit more sort of experimental electronic music, which really? Pete Shelley went into, yeah. So there's Welcome to the Pulse Beat on the first album. We, and they, they're a little bit more sort of new wavy than you think, and they're oh, a little right. bit more electronic. Okay. Because and Pete Shelley did a very great album called Homo Sapien, which I'm hoping it will get reissued now. Right. In the eighties. Breaking Buzzcocks news is that we've just had some uh, carrier bags that are branded with the uh, Buzzcocks logo and stuff that we'll sell you the Buzzcocks album in. So that's yes. a, definitely a reason to come into the shop and buy stuff. And they're on limited. Uh, grey plastic bag. L limited oh, grey plastic actual bag. Actual vinyl. I don't know. I think it's coloured vinyl. <laughs> Probably. Another band from that sort of era. The um, Specials. The Specials. The Specials have just released the best of the Specials. And this is because on the 1st of February, they're releasing a new album of new material called Encore. Okay. Uh, which I think means um, they're copying the Eminem album. So okay. they're just doing a, an album full of covers of Eminem, but they've got some new material, which I think is getting a lot of play. But the best of the Specials, you can't really go wrong. What's your favourite special song? Um, the one about the ghost train. <laughs> the one about the ghost train <laughs> yeah, or something. The yeah, ghost something train. about the Barry Island the or something. Train. Yeah, we're going to go pop now. Just go a bit of pop. Just like we, me. you know, all of these kind of new albums are great. But really, on a Saturday in diverse, me and Graham go a bit pop. We go a lot pop. We like the eighties. The eighties was probably where music stopped being good. Yeah. Only joking. But I do like my pop so music. You, uh, so we'll, we'll cover this every time we do a podcast, and we'll probably bang on about some different albums. But you especially are a massive Janelle Monáe fan. Yes, which is after the 80s, but uh, informed of the 80s. She is uh, amazing. Uh, the fourth album proper is out now, Dirty Computer, which just had a vinyl release. It has. I've got a uh, Janelle Monáe quiz for you. Go on. Okay, uh, I've got five questions. I see how you do. Yeah. Uh, what is Janelle Monáe's full name? Don't know. Good. Uh, when's her birthday? Don't know. She's 33. Mm. 1985. Yeah, do you want to give me a date? No. Okay. Uh, where was she born? Kansas. Okay, one out of three. <laughs> uh, how long in minutes and seconds is Dirty Computer? 40... 
Seven. Eight. 48, yeah. And how many seconds? 13. 42, unlucky. Um, and where did it peak on the Billboard Hot 200? Ooh, I don't know. I see, I don't know if she's still a bit of a cult artist. 20. Uh, number six. Oh, she's doing quite well. She's been yeah. quite a cult artist because she's sort of... Because uh, she's an android. She is an android. She talks a lot about sci-fi, which puts people off, which obviously gets me roped right in yep. as a Doctor Who fan. Uh, she's, she's great. Just get it. If you like, if you like funk, soul, uh, a bit of electro, just amazing pop music. It's just perfect pop. So that's our, that's our pop album of the week. Yes, that's probably the best pop album of the last year. Yeah. And of course, um, Like a Virgin by Madonna is still available on vinyl. Yeah, still, still there. Still uh, and if you can... haven't got it, <coughs> why not? And here's one of our favourite customers. And it's Chris Jarrett. Mr. Chris Jarrett. Hello, Chris. What are you listening to at home at the moment? What is your album of the week? What? I did um, two, two, I did listen to that um, Dream Syndicate last week. Lovely. Oh, yeah. It's really, really was that last year's album? Last it was, year? it was last year. Did really you, did you buy that Hen Alcleth? Album. Have you bought that? No. Okay. What was the last thing you bought? The last thing I bought. What did I buy you from last week? Um, Sharon Van Etten's new album. Van oh, we've covered Sharon Van Etten. What do you think you about that? About so you've listened to this more than we have. Yeah. So how how are you? Uh, very feeling good. About it's this? a lot darker. I mean, the last album was very much. Mm. I thought I'll say piano bass, but um, chilled album. Yeah. Tramp. The one before that was far more uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. I love them both, and mm. um, this one is got a darker side, and it's it's coming back up again. Have you heard "Like a Virgin" by Madonna? Um, I've heard tracks from it. It's a great album. I've just yeah, been digging just, that up. Should, uh, yeah, but um, um, everyone should own that. We should make sure the entire population of Newport yeah. owns "Like a Virgin" by Madonna um, or True Blue. Was, was that that? Or True Blue. Was yeah. a video we showed a young boy. Um, oh dear. Um, the young boy with a little hat on or something. What was that video? That, that, that might have been off then. Oh, young boy with a hat on. Oh, what sort of hat? No, I, th I think that was more True, true Blue. True, true Blue is the true greatest is pop really album ever is, made, is to be honest. Album, um, yeah. Graham, if you had £25 and yeah. you had to buy one album and recommend it to the whole of Newport uh, stroke the world, yeah. what would it be? Just buy Janelle Monet's Dirty Computer. Yeah? Just buy it. Don't think about it. Buy it. Stick <laughs> it on. Listen to it. Enjoy it. What about you, Matt? Um, I've been listening to the Sophie album, which is really weird pop, Ooh, really yeah, wonky, good, weird pop weirdness. Yeah, a little bit of Aphex Twin smashed together with Madonna. Yeah, it's not Sophie. normally my, my type of thing, but I'm quite liking that. Yeah. So buy that. Nothing to do with Sophia. That was a, a Sophie. Oh, Sophie. It's all capital letters. So Sophie in capital. So I would buy Sophie, all capital letters. Oil of every pearl's insides. Yeah. But really what she's saying, Sophie! Oil of every pearls and insides. Which it's all is something capitals. everybody should just shout on the street. Thank you for listening to the Diverse Vinyl Podcast. Newport. Newport, South Wales, Charles Street. This is Matt Jarrett. And this is Graham the Bear. Thank you.